What does the new Coke No Sugar, Nicki Minaj, and the United States of America all have in common? Find out next on the latest episode of I'm Not Famous. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So, going for a walk, walking the dog, why don't you come with me and join me in some random thoughts. They'll all connect, I promise. They usually do. So, first dot, before we connect all the dots, what the hell, Coke? Seriously, you've upset me. You have altered the course of my life. You know, like anything, food has fans, loyal followers, and um, yeah, what can I say? Sugar water's one of them. Yeah, I know it's not good for you, but what is? We've all got to have certain vices. Christ, it's not like heroin. All right, it's a little like heroin, but you know, in a milder form. But seriously, it's just Coke. Why am I so upset? Well, I'm upset because when you're loyal to a brand, or especially when you like the taste of something as simple as that, like anything, uh, you know, candy bars, chocolate, cereals, whatever it is, you know, Ritz crackers for God's sake, Jesus Christ, hope they don't change those. But look, you grow up with these things, you grow up with these products through time, you get used to them, you just want to buy them because they make you happy. Comfort food. Yes, comfort food, comfort drinks. So, why am I so shitty? Because they did the same thing they did in the 80s when they did New Coke because they had to keep up with Pepsi. Yes, it's all about big corporate world, I know. They got to make the money. Ah, well, point is, I think it's a total fucking failure, just like it was back then. They don't ask. It's not like they do random testing. And if they do, I don't know who these people are, because frankly, the new Coke, no sugar, tastes like dirt, and it tastes flat, and it's just plain gross. Anyway, I've been reading the reviews online, and they're pretty much similar to mine. So seriously, I don't know what audience they tested. And I love it when you hear all the ads and the celebrities who've been bought and sold saying, is the new Coke No Sugar the best ever? I think it is. Why don't you try it for yourself? And you hear, ah, so good. Best Coke ever. Fuck off. Shit. If you paid me enough, I'd say that too. Point is, it's just typical of anything these days. Everything gets changed. Everything gets rehashed. Reloaded, redone, rewashed, and um, no one really asked for it. No one asked for change. Uh, anyway, I know change is good, but that's if the change is good, not the change is shit. So, look, that's the first one. So I say to you, Coke, please stop. Please just stick with the one formula, the one that everyone liked. So, what does that have to do with my next point? Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Is she someone changing the world? Maybe. So this is my version of sometimes change is good, especially when it's pushback against the man, whoever the man is these days. So there's an interesting um, tweet or interview from Nicki Minaj. And it's essentially sort of pushing back 
to the whole cancel culture narrative, which is interesting coming from a huge pop star like Nicki Minaj, who you usually assume is very liberal or left. Not like I like to label people like that, but let's face it, Hollywood and the music scene does tend to veer that way and stick together. But my feeling is truth is truth, truth, and logic is logic. And she said something logical. And the great thing is, she's an influencer. That's the problem. There's so many smart and logical people who are influencers because they're not cool. They're not on the in scene. Essentially, what she was saying is, you can't say anything these days for fear of being isolated by the mob. And she said, if that doesn't send chills up your spine, that we live in America where you thought you had freedom of speech, but you're afraid to bring up the wrong subject, or you might be completely isolated and canceled and become a total pariah. And you'd think, well, I'm sure someone else like that has recognized that before. Um, not from the music scene, not from the Hollywood scene, not really, maybe a few of them. But just the fact that she said that in all honesty, I think was amazing. Because then, again, because she's an influencer, you know, the thing is, is you say anything these days, whatever you tweet, if you are powerful enough, influential enough, it really doesn't matter what you say. It will be taken as gospel. Even if it's completely, absolutely factually wrong, it will be taken as real. And people run with it. And then it spreads like a virus, like wildfire. So it's always interesting when someone says something clear and logical and they have the power to influence. She was saying how <clears throat> when they were on a tour in China, how sort of her handlers were saying now, you can't say certain things against the government, so you can't bring up these subjects. Um, you know, it's, it's against the law, essentially. And she thought, well, uh, you know, that makes, that makes sense. Men in another country have to respect their laws. It's not like America. And then she comes back to America and finds it's kind of the same thing. So that's where it does get scary, and it, it should send chills up your spine. I'm not saying to go and revolt and start a revolution. I'm just saying that, especially in America, because I can't comment on the whole world. Um, having said that, I do live in Australia, where it's a whole different sort of scene. Australia and America do have semi-similar history. Countries sort of started in bloodshed, and you think, well, if they start like that, they're gonna end in bloodshed. I don't think so. I don't think that for America. I think when there's some really, really forward-thinking and intelligent men and women of the past who wrote some fantastic forward-thinking words so long ago, things like the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, these things, these words, they are important. They do have meaning. And Look, these are the things I think America is forgetting that somehow it's all, it's all bad or it's all gone to shit. It hasn't. Because guess what? You're in charge. The people are in charge. Uh, and that's where I've led now to the third point, the United States. It doesn't seem very united these days. I guess I've been thinking about that 
because of the um, 9-11 anniversary recently. Just the, the whole different vibe. And it's not because everyone's woke and just all of a sudden we're we now the smartest people ever and the new generation are just teaching us oldies everything that's that's real in the world and all of our lies and they're they're holding up the veil and showing the strings behind the scenes <sighs> bite me seriously <clears throat> you know i think it's mostly about everyone has way too much time on their hands way too much time on their hands right now during covid and they don't realize how far especially all of americans have have come together from every race creed all backgrounds all cultures i mean that's what america is i i keep saying this one the melting pot but i really feel like that's something that's just not understood anymore that that was such a beautiful sentiment the melting pot that's the point of it it's not that you're losing anything you're losing your culture where you're from your history it's about bringing it together with others and and sharing it and rejoicing in it and celebrating it and finding out about each other and yeah it's the word united is i don't know it's not really working lately it's more more the divisive states the divided states but you know i know 9-11 to think of something like a tragedy to bring people together well that's sad that that had to spark it but it kind of did i don't know you're thinking oh it just brought people together in revenge and war look that's a political part of it i don't think the people drove that i think again when i think of new york I don't know, I still think of all those people coming together from all different backgrounds. Black and white, Italian and Asian and Irish and Scottish and African. I mean, Jesus, every every culture you can imagine is in New York in one place, in one tiny island. And that's fascinating and fantastic. <clears throat> so that's what I don't understand this time when the anniversary came around. So many people who really, I think, just don't understand what that's all about is that it's really just trying to say, let's, let's come together for that moment and realize something tragic happened to everybody, irrespective of what everyone's political views are, or what they think America should be doing, or, or the sins of America. I, I just feel like at what point will we really stop and say that we're all Americans? And that everyone there has the chance to bring something to the party and something good. And I still believe that everyone has a chance. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't believe that America is systemically racist, that it's written down somewhere, that these are the laws that keep certain people out. I, I'm sorry, there's no actually proof of that. Just because you say it doesn't make it true. I think everyone has a chance. Um, I'll be honest, I'm talking from a background of, of not having money. Hell, I grew up in a small town, in a mobile home. You could say I'm white trash. I think that's a disgusting term, but my family certainly, you know, spoiled me and gave me everything I needed and worked their ass off to do so. Um, 
I know I, I do tend to jump around and, and right now my head is at, at the point where I'm trying to say, I believe there is still one divide and it's, it is a difficult one and it does have to do with, with money. So yes, that's the one point that I'll agree on that there is a huge divide in America. But everything else, no. I believe if you work hard, you have a chance. And where you're from, it can matter in that it may be economic, and I do understand that. Um, I do believe that that divide means that the few percent that do have the money, yeah, they, they do have a lot of it, and they're a small percentage, and they do tend to hang on to it. Uh, but whether you're black or white, and these days it seems to be everyone's only, only talking about black or white, kind of sad because you're really leaving out, again, every other culture that makes up America. Um, things like the Native Americans. I feel like that's not getting talked a lot about lately, not to bring up another sore point, but there's a lot of complicated history in America. Some of it good, some of it bad. Um, I feel like it's not, it's not just the one thing. It's many things, many cultures. And everyone has a chance. But I do believe sometimes, yes, you do start on the back foot if you come from a place where economics plays a role. But again, I believe that if you work hard enough, everyone has a chance. Um, yeah, shit can go wrong along the way. Shit can go wrong to anybody. The world will kick your ass six days a week and twice on Sunday. Shit happens. But then again, you know, you, you have to pick yourself up and try again. Reinvent yourself. Try harder. Try something different. Re-educate yourself. Find friends. Find family. Find support. Um, I'm just saying, I do believe there's always a way to get there. Um... But yeah, the united part, not very united, wanting different anthems and different flags. Really? Is that what we want? Again, every culture is already represented in America. It can all be represented. That's the beautiful thing. But why not have a common flag like countrymen have had for centuries? It's not a bad thing. It's just saying that we are all coming together. And this is us, all of us. It's just a symbol of, of that country. And if you don't want it to be a country, I don't know what to say. Close it down. Just, just close, <laughs> close America down. I, I don't know. Um, there's 50 states, all, again, very unique and different onto themselves. And they have their own flag. What's wrong with that? That, again, seems totally normal to me. I always thought it was cool how... You know, you, you fly the American flag, and below that you fly the state flag. I guess I'm just used to that. I don't see that as a problem. And then fly any other flag you like as well. Of course you should be proud of that. No one's saying anyone should lose that. Uh, again, how, how specific do you want to be? You know, I feel like people don't peel the layers back enough because they don't want to go any further than what their narrative allows. If you peel back all the layers of everyone, like I say, we're more than the one thing. You're more than the color of your skin or your religion or your sexual identity. You're so much more. You peel it back enough 
Everyone is unique, completely unique. There's not another one of you in the world. There's only one of you. And that includes everything and everybody. And if you peel back the layers far enough, let's be honest, are we not all from Africa? Sorry if that sounds cheesy, but it's true. If that's not the birthplace and the cradle of life, well, the cradle of life spawned all the humans to migrate all over the world. You know, we all came out of the goo and evolved from that mud. And and I just, like I say, how far do you want to go back? All, all different countries that we lived in. And again, the other word that gets thrown around is, is colonizer. That hurts. That sucks. Is that true? I would say every country has had both black and white and, and all other <laughs> types of people were in some way moving towards another country and not necessarily in a friendly way. I'm sorry to say that is just unfortunately the default history of mankind in many ways. Uh, how we ended up here, like I say, Australia has a, a bloody history, so does America. At what point do you stop and say, yes, of course we acknowledge that, but haven't we created a new world from that? Is everything perfect and everything fixed? No, it's not. There's still a lot of things that need to be fixed. So fix them. Don't just arbitrarily say, nah, let's start over, over again. Throw out the baby with the bathwater. Now nah, America's just a bust. It's not. It's the great experiment and it's beautiful. Keep it going. Talk, have a dialogue. Just talk for Christ's sake and listen. Don't just assume. Don't just get triggered when someone says a specific thing. Have a dialogue. And again, does talking always work? Not every time, but you know what? At some point, it does. We wouldn't be where we are. At some point, everyone gets something. And yeah, you don't always walk away 100% happy, but you have to have that conversation. So again, I know I've, I've bounced around, but I'm just trying to say with America, there are so many more miraculous <laughs> facets to it that it's not just one thing and I don't know why this is happening all of a sudden. Um, divides and issues have always been there, but I do feel like in the past, everyone still came together and were proud to call themselves American. But now it seems to be a problem. So anyway, remember, you know, you are America. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this, you are the resistance. What can I say? I know that's very John Connor and Terminator, but it's true. You can make the change. And it just, it starts small. It starts with you. It starts with your friends. It starts with your family, your neighborhood, your town, and it goes up from there. What you want to do and what you want to be with everyone you live with. Because they're your neighbors, however they got there. They're all Americans. Anyway, hope you liked that random talk. I'm going to head on home and uh, hope you enjoyed. Catch you later. Bye.